Welcome to Marketing Mysteries Solved, where we explore the trials and triumphs of marketing for healthcare executives. Wendy O'Donovan Phillips, CEO of Big Buzz, is on the case, interviewing guests through her proprietary process and solving some of the toughest marketing challenges in the industry. Let's get started. Hi, it's Wendy O'Donovan Phillips, CEO of Big Buzz. My guest today is Missy Day, Vice President of Marketing and Communications at Sinceri Senior Living, formerly JEA Senior Living. Missy is a dynamic marketing and communications leader with 24 plus years of experience leading corporate marketing and interactive teams for billion dollar corporations. She is a respected leader of creative teams, multimedia divisions, and social media departments, and she certainly has my deep respect. Welcome, Missy. Thank you, Wendy. I appreciate you having me here today. Of course, I'm so excited we get to get to be together. So Missy, our team and yours embarked on this massive undertaking to rebrand and rename a 60 plus location organization, all while preserving 40 years of existing brand equity. Gosh, when I say it like that, I'm like, it really was a massive undertaking. (laughs) Will you take a few moments to describe the journey start to finish from surveys to rollout? Yeah, definitely. So I started with the organization back at the end of November uh, 2020. And when I joined, um, there was discussion around creating a brand promise and core values for the organization, something that had not been created in the past. And so that was kind of the beginning journey. As I started having conversations with our senior leadership team and our, our CEO specifically, we realized it was a great time and a great opportunity for a full rebrand of the organization. Um, so starting that process, um, originally, I thought you know I would be able to do a lot of the legwork internally and quickly realized that was not going to be something I would be able to do with the resources that I had. So I had to begin the research looking for brand agencies. And so I met with several agencies, walked through, learned a little bit about what they had been able to accomplish with other organizations in the past, and came across Big Buzz, which I had not heard of before, but am very grateful that I was able to discover your organization. Thank you. I'm glad you did. (laughs) And so, you know, through those conversations, it just made sense to me and talking with our CEO and some of the other senior leadership team that Big Buzz was going to be the right vendor to help lead us down the road to a rebrand for the organization. So we started that process back in February. Again, we thought we would be able to roll it out by April. Little did we know (laughs) how much goes into a rebranding. Um, I've been through rebranding in the past with other organizations, but not to the extent that we've rebranded Sincerely Senior Living. So we went through that journey. It was really important to include all of the senior leadership team. We have several members who've been with the organization five, 10 plus years. And then we have others who started around the same time that I did. And so we wanted everybody to have a say, be a part of the process, but also to include brand ambassadors. It was really important that we have brand ambassadors participate so that it wasn't just senior leadership rolling out a new name for the organization, especially for those employees 
who've been with the organization. We have some that have been with the organization 30, 40 years. They started from the very beginning. So including the brand ambassadors and senior leadership team. So the, one of the very first things we implemented were surveys. We were at this point in our organization where we were surveying employees already. And so we thought it would be a great opportunity to build in some brand questioning and get the voice of our employees. We also did surveys to existing family members, existing residents, as well as previous family members. Up until this point, we have been predominantly memory care focused. And so really talking with families was important to us. So we conducted hundreds of surveys and then utilized, you know, just the messaging and the research that came back from those surveys to really help us develop some naming conventions. That's when the process, I think, became more, more difficult for us as an organization. We kind of felt like, you know, we would have 10 names. Two or three of those would jump off the page and we'd be good to go. But obviously, you know, the more people involved, um, we definitely wanted to make sure that we were focused and headed in the right direction. So the original 20 names that came back, I think we went back to the drawing board and right. eventually had about 300. Yes. Um, we started <laughs> asking employees to submit some yes. names that they felt we would be able to look at and utilize. One of the learnings for me being out of the senior living industry for five years is there has been a lot of growth in the industry and a lot more organizations that have joined. So finding a name that wasn't already used by somebody else in the senior living industry made it that much more difficult. But through the process, I think Big Buzz kept us on task. We had our weekly meetings, sometimes bi-weekly, and really just being able to work through that whole process. And then ultimately coming up with a new name that we all felt comfortable with. And so we're really excited to be able to roll out a Sinceri Senior Living brand. Looking forward to phase two and phase three and hopefully working with Big Buzz to get us there. It's so neat to hear it from your perspective, Missy, because as the leader of the agency, I'm always keeping an eye on it from a 10,000 foot view, right? And so a few things that I really respect about how you showed up in this process and that I think that other owners, operators, executives can learn from is one, knowing your limitations in terms of internal resources. I so appreciate that you were willing to look for an agency that could support you in getting those surveys out and disseminating the data from 100 plus surveys with an objective point of view could be really, really tricky for an internal person. I also really, right from the get-go, I knew that we were going to be a really good team because you indelibly understood... I remember in those early conversations, you said to me, Wendy, I am new in this organization. One of our other major executives who is leading this with me is also new. And so it can't be, ta-da, here's the brand that the two of us created. So you really took very seriously this idea of gaining buy-in. And it's such a critical part of branding because brand brand already exists. We were already working with this foundation of 40 plus years of brand that we had to preserve. It would have been, we would have completely missed our mark if we had just invented something entirely new, right? So in downloading that buy-in from 
the senior executive team, from the brand ambassadors, the internal folks that you all pulled together to really be brand ambassadors. And then even from, you know, some frontline employees, like throughout the process, we had different milestones where we would either bring someone into a survey process or bring a group of people in for various brainstorming meetings. And I think this is the only time in my career doing brand naming, which which spans almost 20 years now, that we brought in as many people as we did into a brand naming process. And I'll tell you what, like, I don't think I've ever told you this, but there was a moment where I hit the panic button. Like, I was like, what are we doing? Like, we've got way too many chefs in the kitchen. How are we possibly going to come up with a name? But you had such a good instinct around the more people we have, the more names that we're going to have. And and I knew, you know, the more people we have, the more people we need to survey, right? And so just doing that at scale, that like if we're involving, it's not a no-no. This was my big aha in this process. I think in the past, I would have said it's a big no-no to have a bunch of people involved in brand naming. It's not so much that. It's that I have to tailor my tools and my solutions from a brand perspective to the scale of the people with whom I'm working, right? And so we did, we we came up with some 300 plus names and I want to talk about that process. But yeah, I just really appreciate how you gave the employees such a voice. And of course we captured the voice of the customer in that survey process, which is a big part of brand too. But it's equally as important in a case like this one to capture the voice of, of the employees and the team members and give them a part in this process. Yeah, you know, especially knowing that JEA Senior Living has been around for the past 35, 40 years. A lot of people had been with the organization just as long. And so for us to come in and create a whole new name under new senior leadership, it, it would not have made sense to do it in our own little bubble. It really did make sense to include the employees and, and let them know that it was their surveys that helped us to develop the new brand strategy to come up with the messaging and really the whole like family essence that we were able to develop. Exactly. Yes. And so it was quite like herding cats. What would you say is your secret to herding cats internally? Honestly, I think I just work with a, a good group of people, right? Everybody was invested you know, we have senior leadership employees in different roles that would not normally have a part in branding or marketing, but it made a lot of sense that everybody, you know, dedicate the time and um, everybody was on board with the process. There were definitely some times where I think everybody was kind of like, okay, I don't want to be a part of this anymore. Right. Or is this the right decision? Um, yeah. So really just getting everybody, you know, pulled back in. And I, I really do think it was just a matter of us being a small but mighty team and communicating mm-hmm. well together. And then being able to communicate that back to Big Buzz and have you as a team work with us through that process because I think the two of us working together was really what kept us on track and moving forward. Yes, yes, I agree. And I I think of you as the ultimate diplomat. Like you and again, I think this is rare in folks in your position. You have a real gift, Missy, for honoring and respecting that small mighty team. Like you never once made it the the Missy show. Like you were like 
everybody gets voice, everybody gets time, everybody... Like when I think back to the the creative sessions that we had together, there was very little talking from you. There was a lot of listening. You were very open to following the process that we laid out, but you were really giving a lot of airtime to the people with whom you work internally. Yeah. And I think, you know, and again, that is really kind of the point of bringing in more people than just the marketing communications department or the sales and marketing for our organization. They really had to buy off on the new name. And as senior leaders, it's our responsibility to really get out there and promote it. We need to be behind it and accepting and you know, have everybody on board. And the only way to do that was to include everyone in that process. And I've been out on the road the past week and uh, meeting with new team members that have just joined our organization and have heard some really great things. People love the name. They love the meaning behind the name. So, you know, I think in the long run, uh, we're finding that it, it really is a great opportunity and I'm looking forward to where we go next as some serious senior living. Absolutely. And before we're done here today, I will say, and I will also drop into the notes, the URL, the link to the case study where you can get all the information about the rebrand. Yeah. And I appreciate what you talked about in terms of the project fatigue and that team members got to the point where, you know, I don't know if I want to be involved in this anymore. And you and I had a conversation offline, I think at one point about that, and that that's a normal part of an undertaking this great. And I always believe that it's how the agency and the client show up together in that moment, like how mainly you and I, maybe a couple of other people on each of our teams, but it was like, there was something, a really nice chemistry between you and me that we could kind of step away and say, okay, we're losing traction with people. We do have a really big group. We really do have a a big, long undertaking to see to And that that is normal to have that project fatigue. At the same time, that was when I hit the panic button because I thought, well, I felt responsible in the way that like I let all of the cats into the (laughs) into the yard and now we're all involved in this. And I knew I've done this enough times to know that you can't ask people to exit the process. And so I knew that we had to make the most of all the cats in the yard of all of the ideas that were in the room. I shared with you that all those months ago that we had, as you said, we developed the 35 possible brand names that we first agreed to, and not one of them was resonating with the stakeholders. And so I took a step away from the project. I took my dog for a long hike in the mountains. And while I was there, I listened to music that reminded me of my own family, knowing that our brand essence was like family. That was what we heard over and over and over in those surveys. So as I was going, I was listening to songs that made me feel like family. And I dictated it into my phone, hundreds of words and phrases that came to my mind. And then I brought that to you and we worked to evolve that list into 300 possible brand name contenders, Sinceri among them. And I think that it's just important to note that that's an integral part of the creative process. The creative process is not linear, much to my chagrin. (laughs) I'm more of a strategist than a a creative. Like we have a creative director at Big Buzz. She is in a different (laughs) position in a different body with different talent. And I'm more of a strategist. So I always think of it as like A to Z, here's the process. And that's where I sort of shine. But this was one of those moments that I had to have the creative and the strategic really 
come together. And I needed more creative fodder to bring to this really large group of cats that we had in the yard. And so it's an important and a natural part of the creative process. And similarly, you were thinking, okay, we're going to start this in February and we'll be all wrapped up by April. And it's great that we could both laugh about that now. I kind of secretly didn't tell you, well, I don't think it's going to be April. We just, you know, let it unfold. And we did indeed get it done and we got it done in a nine month period. But just for us both to look back and say that's part of the creative process, that it might take more time. You might have to step away. It might get messy. People might have project fatigue. What advice do you have for other folks in your role around that? Going back to communications, I think, you know, just having, you know, that openness to listen to people, hear them out. You know, I think for us, it was good. We were able to do research and be able to go back and say that was a great suggestion, but here's the reasons why we can't use it, Um, you know, already being utilized in the industry in some form or capacity. But I really think it is, it's just about listening to people and understanding. And again, I know we had some conversations internally as a senior leadership department that We may not all be on the same page at every given moment, but it was our obligation as an organization to get us to this point and for everybody to have buy-in. And so, you know, just to say, have everybody step back, you know, take a breath and uh, be able to regroup. And I just, again, I think that the team that I work with, both from the senior leadership role, as well as, you know, employees out in the field, they embraced it with open arms. I think there was a little hesitancy at the beginning to do a name change, but everybody understood we are moving forward as an organization. We want to be the premier senior living provider in the industry, and we want to be able to offer services to more than just memory care. We do memory care really well, but to be able to evolve as an organization, it was the right time. And so being small sometimes has benefits, you know, not having a lot of overhead. I've worked for organizations where there's many layers before you get to the people who are actually doing the work. And that's not how our organization is. So having senior leadership team members be a part of the process, but also those brand ambassadors and those employees that have worked for the organization for so many years, we're still going to honor the past, but be able to move forward with the present. Beautiful. And the case study can be found on our website, B-I-G-B-U-Z-Z-Inc.com. That's bigbuzzinc.com. Hit case studies and it's how Big Buzz renamed and rebranded a 60 location senior living operator. I'll also put that into the notes. We'll take a quick break. Can't wait for answers to some of your biggest marketing challenges? Go to bigbuzzinc.com slash podcast and download a free chapter of your choice of one of Wendy's best-selling books. She has a book just for the senior living industry, one for medical organizations, and another one just for dentists. Most healthcare organizations feel overwhelmed about marketing. Wendy offers the cure. Her concise handbook shines a light on how you can put a method to your marketing for years to come. Visit bigbuzzinc.com podcast to download your free marketing book excerpt now. That's bigbuzzinc.com slash podcast. And now, back to the show. 
All right, Missy, share with our listeners your experience of the internal rollout event and how you all made that special. Yeah, so you know when we first embarked on the rebranding and we knew we wanted to include brand ambassadors to help with the process, we thought the best way to be able to do that would be able to create some testimonials, some video presence, making sure that we had opportunities to really share people that were involved again. So it wasn't just senior leadership that there really were other people that were involved in the process, but to make it fun, you know, we wanted the rollout to be fun. And so um, when we embarked on the internal rollout, we, we talked about creating these video testimonials or video interviews to be able to showcase the different stages of the rebranding process and really be able to share um, with employees at large the process that we went through. And so by putting it together in a video, um, I think really helped to tell the story. I was with an employee last week who told me that she had had the opportunity to just recently watch the whole presentation and the video brought her to tears. So, you know, I really think that I'm excited that we put that together. I think it really did help us to tell the story. And then to be able to share it with all employees at one time, I think was another great opportunity, including all of senior leadership, as well as the brand ambassadors. And then, like I said, to make it fun, we created this party in a box that we delivered to all the communities that included new Sinceri Senior Living Swag, a uh, DIY photo booth uh, with props so that we could get different still photos and videos of employees embracing the new name and be able to push that out on social media. So I'm really glad that we did create the video. I'm looking forward to being able to utilize some of the components externally as we go forward. But I think, you know, overall, it all turned out really good. Absolutely. Yes. And I appreciate that you really had a focus on making it fun at the end of the day, because after all of that, I think sometimes a rebrand can feel a bit like a slog, you know, and you get that project fatigue going, particularly when a contact doesn't have a good agency connection, when you don't have a good you know, we have a really great client agency relationship and that goes a really long way in taking all of this months long work. And okay, now how do we make it shine and really fun for the entire staff? You know this, that when I saw the video for the first time, because again, we have a, a creative department in my agency, but I'm on the strategic side. So I didn't see the video until it was finished and it brought me to tears too. And that that to me is the power of brand that you and I can look at survey data to the day is long and we can have all the right discussions with the internal players and do all the brainstorms. But I love it when I get to turn that over to a creative department that can bring it to life in a way that makes it look fresh and new for someone like you and me that have been in this long this whole time. It's like, now that's brand at its best, that it creates an emotion and it moves someone. In a perfect world, a brand is a personality that is talking directly to a target persona, not just a target audience. Like people don't talk to audiences in life. They talk to people like how you and I are having a conversation today, right? And so 
I think that that video really spoke to people's hearts and and I was I was very proud of my creative team for that. Uh, so I hope that they're listening. And once that brand foundation was built, we created and you reviewed and approved dozens of assets in a matter of weeks. I don't know if you realize what a short period of time it was relative to certainly what I see in the industry. So namely, we redid business cards, letterhead, envelopes, print ads, digital ads, all of this plural, brochures, folders, booklets, inserts, all of these different assets. And I see a lot of owners, operators, executives find this part of the process daunting or even pedantic. And you seem to take it all in stride. I just wonder what advice you have for making all of that manageable. Well, I think, you know, a little bit of it probably went back to the time frame for the rollout. We are in a transitional phase, bringing on lots of new communities under our management contracts. And so it was important that we have materials available for these new communities under the new brand name. And so we really kind of had to work backwards. And so having gone through rebranding with other organizations, once you have the name, I think creating the assets is the easy part. Once we identified, you know, the conceptual look, feel, color palette, um, imagery, and messaging that we wanted to use as an organization, it made the rest of the process go really quick. Mm-hmm. Now, of course, we had to adapt going from being a standalone memory care operator to bringing on assisted living and independent living. And I think we're going to continue to evolve the communication and the materials that we create for those communities, but at least having that foundational hit of marketing brochures and flyers and website copy, we'll be able to build off of that. And so for me, I feel like that is kind of the easy part. Um, I, like you, I'm not that creative design expert. And so I do leave it to the people who are. Um, But I think because we were able to formalize and finalize our messaging and the conceptual look and feel early on, it made it easy to just kind of roll over to new materials, utilizing some of the past assets that we have utilized in the past, but evolving and you know updating to the new brand. Mm-hmm. And so again, we did that with a really small group of people. We did not include all of senior leadership in that process. Um, It was really a smaller group, including myself, our vice president of sales, and then another employee who helps work with me on multiple uh, marketing and communication and branding materials. That is such a key point, Missy. And I think that um, it could sometimes be overlooked that in the brand conceptualization process, which is highly creative and highly strategic, it is absolutely appropriate to involve, I always say involve anyone who has a major voice in the brand, involve anyone who's a loose cannon, right? Who could come in next Tuesday and be like, so I decided to draw a logo of my own, (laughs) include them in the process. And then in your case, you know, the brand ambassadors, like we had the right people, the right larger group on that. And then once that was the once the brand was born and finalized and approved by senior leadership you then gave yourself the freedom really to approve all of the rest of the collateral boom 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 right where I've seen a lot of organizations try to continue to involve too many people in the approvals process. And it becomes, 
with that many assets, there's no way that you can have more than three people with their eyes on it. Three is a really good sweet spot though, because it's, it's good for quality assurance that like, as you said, you and I are more strategically minded high level. I have folks on my team who are more creative. I have folks on my team who are much more analytical. Ideally, there are three of us with eyes on that. And, and it was that way. Like I looked at everything. Our project manager looked at everything and our creative director looked at everything. So that's sort of the trifecta that we wanted to hit. And you hit a similar one where, you know, it's just these three people. We each think of it differently and we each look at these assets differently. So we're checking all the right boxes in terms of quality assurance. You make it sound so easy. <laughs> yeah. Well, I I guess I will be honest and say it's not, it wasn't as easy as probably it was perceived, right? right. But again, <laughs> knowing that we had to move forward and we're bringing on these new communities, we really didn't want them to have to go through that whole transitional phase and to come yes. on as a senior living community. It was important to me to be able to have those materials to be able to support them. Absolutely. Yes. And I, and I do, I want to echo what you said, that it wasn't all a bed of roses. You don't come through a giant undertaking like that and go, well, that was perfect. I would encourage our listeners, you know, if you're working with a firm on any major creative or strategic undertaking, just keep those lines of communication open. I think that that's what you really did well, Missy. And, you know, I think you and I both kind of got that gut instinct at the same time where, oh gosh, we really did come up shorthanded with the brand names that we had available to the large group and we're going to need to go deeper. We sort of hit that at the same time. And then there were other smaller things that came up, but we were both really good at, you know, pick up the phone. It's such a day and age where it could be easy just to rattle off a text and be like, this isn't working for me, or I'm a little nervous about this part of the process, or even more so to just not say anything. And like, well, I guess I'll just compromise on that part of the project and let it go. So I really, I have loved that part of our relationship that either one of us could pick up the phone and say, look, I'm nervous about this part. What do you think if we went in this direction? And then we just put our heads together and came up with the best solution at that time. So again, not all a bed of roses, but more communication made it more smooth. And, and in the end, just really fun. I mean, you're, you and your team have been just a delight to work with. And I agree with you, the, the folks that you have on the Sinceri team internally there, there's a real magic about it. And again, just tying it all back together to that brand essence, you all are like a family and you, you respect each other that way. But we also had some really nice, healthy tension on some of those calls where people were like, I hate that name. It's doing nothing for me. And like, I think there was one point that you picked up the phone and called me and you were like, like, we're still at 300 names and like things are falling flat. And that you touched on it a little bit a few minutes ago. That's the time to go back and say, okay, folks, let's recall what our process is. Let's recall what we're committed to here. And that's what you and I are good at, right? Like, let's come back out to the 10,000 foot view. Okay. And so, so it really worked out. So my last question for you, Missy, I'm curious to know, we're turning our attention now to efficiently folding new locations into the brand. You guys have already added 10 new locations in the time, probably more than that, in the time that, that we've been working together. Why is it so important to have a plug and play brand for each location that comes on board? Well, as we talked earlier, you know, we've been around for 35, 40 years under the JEA senior living umbrella. We're moving into more care service lines, bringing on independent living, assisted living. And, um, you know, our goal is to be able to really grow and increase 
our portfolio probably by double over the next year. And so to do so, we really have to be efficient. And it's important that we have those resources. We're able to share the information with the new communities as they come on board to really kind of walk them through the process as well that we've gone through because there are questions, you know, why did you rebrand? Some organizations knew us as JEA Senior Living and some did not. So really just making sure we have all those resources for efficiency. Um, It's really important as any organization, the more locations that you have throughout the country, it really helps with brand identity. And so once we can have all those materials and all the resources set up and make it just turnkey and easy, but knowing, you know, in the service industry, they vary from market to market. So we have to be able to adapt and customize based on the needs of that particular market. But having all of the pre-branded materials ready to go, I think is definitely going to make it easier for us to bring more communities under our management umbrella. Fabulous. Well, thank you so much, Missy. It's always a pleasure. Thank you, Wendy. Thank you for listening to Marketing Mysteries Solved. If you found this episode enlightening, please subscribe to our show and leave a review. To hire Wendy to speak to your organization or to explore working together, get started now at BigBuzzInc.com. That's BigBuzzInc.com. We look forward to connecting with you.